So is that how Earth is the now, Colonel? I thought they've got elections and all that. There were elections during the Soviet era too, said Alexei, but there were no alternatives to the party's candidate and all the media were tightly controlled. He glanced at Theo. Is it like that on Earth, Major? I'm not entirely sure, he said. But going by radio reports, the political mainstream across most of Earth's sphere seems to be pro-hegemony. Nikolai nodded vigorously. He's right. Have they not elected a woman as interim president, and she's supposed to want to pursue more independent courses? Rory laughed. Aye, and then we pop up in the hegemony's backyard like helpless wee puppies. I bet they're using us to make sure she toes the line. Tao grinned. Rory, my boy, he thought. You are definitely one of the sharper tools in the box. Just then, Janssen and Ivanov entered by the kitchen's rear door, the former dumping a bag of tools noisily on the tiled floor, the latter handing Theo a large cluster of keys. That's the last of the false walls up, Ivanov said, loosening his heavy work jacket. We restacked the crates, and old Tove helped us dirty up his barn floor again. Theo laughed. Once he quarters his barrow in there for a night or two, it'll be more than filthy enough. He looked at Janssen. Any news from the others? McLean and Besonov finished up in the last half hour, Janssen said, tugging off his brown woolen hat and scratching his scalp through wild black hair. But Hansen's team was held up by a cracked load axle. They're going to be another hour at least. Nikolai shook his head. What's that old saying? No plan survives contact with the enemy. Right, here we go, said Rory loudly. That's him now, look! Li Shan. And now Ambassador Horst descends the gantry to meet the Vice President John Balfour. They shake hands. Then Vice President Balfour introduces him to the president of Darien Colony, Holger Sundstrom, who is confined to a wheelchair by a hitherto untreatable spinal injury. Video. Low functionality. The ambassador is a tall, grey-haired man with a straight-backed posture and lean but kind face. He smiles as he comes face to face with the President, who is accompanied by a flock of officials and guards, and the smile widens as he leans down slightly to shake the man's hand. After an exchange of pleasantries, the assembled party of dignitaries and their attendants head along a covered walkway towards the main terminal. Behind them, a handful of reporters hurry down the shuttle, muttering into lip-bead mics or fiddling with head-mounted cams. Li Shan. Viewers and glow immersers with holigital systems shall soon be receiving a higher quality service now that myself and my uh, assistant Tiberio have disembarked from the Ambassador's shuttle. Other viewers, including the newest additions to the Starstream family right here on Darien, will be pleased to see a sharper, more vibrant picture. So, are you watching this? Well, we were, Tomas. Greg said loudly into his comm above the babble of the score or more Uvovo crammed into the dig site's meeting hut. But the picture just cut out. 
All we're getting now is interference. Ah, no luck, said Tomas, his voice sounding thin and whistly. We got perfect reception up here, but then our signal is coming directly from monitor set. Aye, why doesn't that surprise me? Greg said, accepting a beaker of something pungent from the Russian researchers then toasting each other. Nastrovia! Slanche! Hey, what is that you're drinking? Tomas said. <laughs> I wish I knew, Greg said in a hoarse voice, savouring the smoky aftertaste and the warmth in his throat. Tastes a bit like grilled bark or something. It's no bad, though. So, why are you calling me in the middle of this historical event?'